All right, hi everybody, and welcome hi. to. <laughs> that was a little abrupt. <laughs> Usually, I do a whole. You thing. said hi. You were looking at me, and I said hi back. All right, that was you're very in the moment, <laughs> but my God, well, welcome to better. Uh, now you guys know Julie's here, so I don't even have to introduce her. I'm Dr. John Duffy. So yeah, I guess I really don't have to introduce you. Yeah, I was going to use the word Foxy, but it's not going to happen what? now. What? We'll have to wait. We'll have to wait till next time. Wear something pretty. Foxy. Yeah. Anyway, here's the thing that I ran into the other day. So I'm on a flight, and whenever I'm flying, I like to grab a newspaper and a book, yep. whether I need it or not. And uh, I usually grab the New York Times because the Washington Post isn't available. And so it's the last remaining great newspaper in America. Ha hashtag. That's my own hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, I read an interesting story in the newspaper about the newspaper, basically, about news. Okay. There is in the last, let's say, 16 months... Um, <laughs> let's just say let's that roughly the last frame. year and a half ish um <laughs> there has been a backlash against news against acquiring news so there are there's this movement among adults to deliberately i don't think it's about not being informed i think it's about not being stressed out by the news of the day and that there's because of the one-person-created Twitter feed news of the day, a lot of people would argue not much is really happening. Everything's just upsetting, so I'm not going to get involved. I don't want to know. I don't need to know what's happening today. And if something big is happening, I'm probably going to hear it from somebody. So I'm not going to go on Twitter. I'm not going to get a newspaper. I'm not going to watch the news. I'm out. I'm out of news. I don't need to know that there was a fire on the south side. I might be in that camp. I'm not part of a movement, <laughs> but I am in the camp that um, I'm not as interested in the daily drama as I used to be uh, because... It feels like there's so much noise and discussion and over-discussion, but nothing really happens. Right. That's my feeling. So um, I, I may be one of those people that is not interested in consuming the news because, yes, it's typically not good, and then the heightened... 24-hour chit-chat about everything that everybody says is just goes nowhere. All right. So are we open to a challenge? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So here's my take on it. So I read this and I had a really strong reaction to it. When I want to say one thing too. I w when you were just introducing this topic, I was thinking this could be exactly what they wanted us to do. <laughs> oh, you took they, away the you took away the whole bit. You took my bit. Oh, that's I'm so bit. sorry. I didn't know. No, it's, you're right. It's I what mean, they wanted us to do. Check it, out. It's um, it's it, it certainly to flood the cycle is a great way to get people sick of the cycle, right? You know, and to create that kind of anxiety is just to like create headline after headline after headline that's alarming 
And um, just from a psychological point of view, it is a great way to get people to disengage, to flood them, right? You know, like, here's more bad news. Here's more bad news. Here's another weird thing going on. Here's something over here. Hey, did you see what's going on over here in Congress? Hey, did you see what see what bill's not getting passed? See, you know, well, right. well, sad, so, sad. Right, you know? right. And that, that, that they're all, it's the fake news media, media anyway. Everybody's lying. And, right, well, there has been an attack on the media. And so, and a lot of people are buying into it that everyone in the media, which is, you know, just can't possibly be true, that every single journalist is full is is a liar. You know, so there there are a lot, and there are a lot of people that are buying that line of BS. Right. Um, even though many journalists are very professional and beyond reproach, um, and do their research. And report the facts. And that used to be, I think, what we could kind of count on, right? Yeah. But now that there's so many people weighing in and so many platforms to create and report news, I'm doing the air quotes, um, there's just so much noise that a lot of people are checking out, which is terrible, I realize, as I'm sitting here. It kind of is, because... Here is a kind of a sociological perspective from my own Um we have, in the wake of um, cable TV, we've created a 24-hour news cycle. In the wake of the 24-hour news cycle, um, in order to fill that, you can't fill that with news. So all of a sudden, um, what CNN, which was the first of the three big ones, starts filling it with opinion. And then Rupert Murdoch, who started Fox News, realized, well, I'm going to fill one with my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> and then somebody at NBC decided, okay, I'm going to create MSNBC and fill that with my opinion. And these are good. it's the opposite opinion. And so it's all become these propaganda machines. So it is, in fairness to those who disengage, it is difficult to decipher, okay, what's opinion and what's a news piece? You know, because it used to be, 20 years ago, you see a person sitting at a desk um, and reading uh, reading you headlines, you're getting facts. That's what you believed, right? If you see it in the newspaper, you yep. believe like, yep. well, this is the truth, right? But, yeah. you know, getting to know people who are actual editors of newspapers, you realize, oh, I had dinner with the guy who decides what's on the front of the paper. Right. So somebody decides that, right? It's yeah. like, you know, this, these are decisions that people make about what matters. The, the problem I have with disengaging altogether, I get it because it is anxiety-provoking. Even for somebody like me, I like news. I like politics. I like American politics. I'm fascinated with it. I think it's, if nothing else, I think it's like great theater at times. Um, not so fun lately, but historically it's been, it's been kind of... Uh, fascinating to watch, almost like, you know, I can't take my eyes off of what's going on here. But there's important things happening while people are disengaging, right? We're in the midst of this, we're talking about a Supreme Court justice who could have an impact on like Roe versus Wade, right? You know, on the Second Amendment, on whether impeachment could ever be a possibility for any president at any time. Mm -hmm. These are not small Things. These are things we ought to be able to attend to. The difficult thing is to sift enough through the crap to find out, okay, what's the real thing? What matters here? Um, 
I will say that I have a method that I use for doing that. Okay. Okay. So it is that I no longer I get a newspaper in the morning for the sports page so that I, I know how to talk to my kid about baseball and I can hold my own. <laughs> Effectively, that's why I get the newspaper. But the newspapers here in Chicago and probably in the city where you live, unless you live in Washington, D.C. or New York City, your newspaper is probably garbage pulled off the wire and three or four pretty good writers. Um, my friends at the Chicago Tribune, notwithstanding, excellent paper and I love it. Um, but... There isn't enough fuel going to those papers to create what you need to know, you know? So I have created a Twitter feed where I follow the writers that I care about. Right. And I follow the papers that I trust. And I follow Jake Tapper, who I love. Yeah, yeah. Jake, Jake Tapper is a CNN commentator. And the look on his face will tell you whether what's happening is important and true or not, because <laughs> he'll say, you're lying to me, this interview is over, <laughs> yeah. which I kind of, at this point in history, I need a Jake Tapper, because I need a couple of people who are my uh, beacons, and Twitter is, I think, an underrated method for drawing down the anxiety, drawing down the amount of stimuli you bring in because you decide what you follow. Right, right, right. Um, but it's tricky um, because I get the idea if you back all the way out, but I'm not sure if you back all the way out that that really controls anxiety or if you're just thinking, eh, the storm is happening. I just I just don't know about it. Well, my, uh, my go-to was Jon Stewart for the longest time, distilling down the news of the day, um, giving me hope, um, seeing he was super smart. So I felt very well informed and I trusted him. He also had a sense of humor. Uh, I was able to breathe when when I listened to John Stewart. Yeah. Um, Damn you, Stewart, for leaving. And he, that was kind of a brutal um, moment when he got so tired of everything that he gave up. He was kind of... Um, he was our hero in a way, and he, you could tell it just, it, it just became too much for him. Like, he got tired of it. Like, he got tired of the fight. I don't know. And in fairness, he got tired of it pre-Trump. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember how bummed you and George yeah. were about that, that, you know, like, wow, Stewart gave up. Yep. That was harsh. Um, and then Colbert has taken up, um... Is doing a beautiful job, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. I actually think that um, uh, Trevor Noah, who took over for Stewart, is doing his yes, level yes, best to do yes. the impossible, right? To step into the biggest shoes. And oddly enough, you know, we're referencing comedians. I know. You know but the truth of the matter is, um, and I've been saying this for a long time, that um, we've created a culture in our country where politicians can't be honest. Um, not not completely. Where right and keep their people, jobs or get elected. News right. people can't be honest completely. The only people who have the luxury of being of saying exactly what they believe, exactly what's on their mind, are comedians. That's a great point. So um, the generation, George's generation, and the generation, half generation before him, 
got their news from The Daily Show, which is a comedy show on Comedy Central. Yep. But they won a Pulitzer, and they won it for a reason, because they brought news to people who would, who would have rejected every other method for acquiring it. Uh, yeah, so definitely politically I got my news from Jon Stewart, and, um, and it was a trusted – I trusted him to, to keep me updated and, and distill down – um, you know, everything for me. And there was hope and humor in it. And, you know, we've mentioned this before. We went to the, uh, went to his big rally in DC. We took George. That w- That's worth pausing on probably for a second because um, a lot of people might not remember this, but uh, on the mall in Washington, Stewart and Colbert got 250,000 people together for no other reason than we're Americans, um, we believe in one another, and so there. So it was this kind of reminder that if we come together, everything's going to be okay. So and we, if we bring flew, a little lightness and humor right. to it. Everything's going to be okay. Go ahead. No, it was it, it was about the insanity that is could not be is is just on steroids now, and that's why I've checked out because. It's not funny anymore. It's not interesting. Nothing seems to matter. Uh, you know, the, you, you hear something crazy and you think, oh, well, this is going to ch- make a change. No, nothing. It, you know, it, it's all just all this noise and all this BS. But he, Stuart and Colbert, who played this um, conservative character, you know, um, came together and and had this rally and it really was just let's all get together and just hang out and stop the noise and just be together and people from all iterations of life came together and hung out and it felt really good and there was hope and and there was um there was a lot of speeches and and, and there was it was a whole day there was music but at the end you know John Stewart talked about like when we're living our daily lives and we're we are in traffic, you know, and you're letting the guy in. You're not, you know, asking, are you are you a liberal or are you conservative? <laughs> you know, when you let him in or, and all this, you know, are you are you a Democrat or a Republican? It's just we're just people. And we that was the whole point is that there's so much noise and so much um, conflict. And, and I, I and, think they were responding to what I think they were. That was and that's probably, why people are checking out. That I think is why people are checking out. It's it's it, because the noise and the constant um, posturing and uh, is is unbearable. So, what do we think the answer is? Is the answer to check out, or is the answer to um, like part of me wants a backlash? I want to I want to go back to the time where we had about half an hour. Tell us what's going on. <laughs> I, you know, I, I would love to get rid of the news channels and say, all right, you got a half an hour, Dan Rather, um, you know, uh, Peter Jennings. If you're, you know, anybody who's still around, you know, c- come tell us what's going on. Give us a little information and then we'll go on with our day because most of life is going on with our day. The problem, the reason that there's this backlash is we're taking in too much of it. 
I think. Yeah. You know, like, and, and it's, if you're willing, you can take it in every waking moment. And some people do. Some people have a TV on um, one of those channels, one of those three propaganda-filled channels, you know, like all day long. And so all, all you're hearing is news, and it's alarmist. And there's, um, on top of the guy talking or the seven people panel talking, there's, you know, these uh, news wires, like, running at the top well, and, and the bottom like- of the screen. And there's breaking news, and there's and as if something that urgent is going on all the time. And if we just checked in on occasion, once or twice a day, you know, that I almost think you have to create your own half hour or 20 minutes. I know, but so so that's the other, you know, I don't know if we're going to resolve this, but that's the other issue is that, um, and is that we are picking the bent of our news, you know, and we can, like, it, so we can just listen to the point of view that we agree with. Right. All the time. And so that is... Um, you know, creating all kinds of false realities. Right. So you can de- you can decide that either Rachel Maddow or Glenn Beck rep- is a news person <laughs> and is right. telling you. Well, and John Stewart. And John Stewart, Although right? Although I, that- mm, I well, I'm sure a lot of people would disagree, but he he felt like he was just delivering the truth. Or I certainly, I mean, he had an opinion, but um, I guess I shared it. <laughs> <laughs> I tended to share it as 100% well. 100% of the Listen, time. Listen, and, and most of us. We want to um, cre- find something egocentric, as we say in graduate school. Um, we want to hear information that jives with what we already believe. So we're going to seek out um, confirmation of our beliefs. That's a very natural thing to do. The problem is that when you do that with news and you don't ever understand another person's point of view on another side of an issue, you create this divisiveness. And I think that's our our broad national problem right now. But I think the right, I think the real problem is what you said before is that people can't really be honest about where they stand. Everyone's posturing to keep their jobs. So uh, you, and we all know that, that fee, and that feels icky. You know, you, you, everything can't be that down party lines. I, we talked about this a long time ago. Um, I don't feel represented and I can't be alone by either party. I think what unites us is way, the list is way longer than what divides us. But all we talk about is, you know, it's all distilled down to, you know, pro-choice or pro, you know, uh, whatever, pro-abortion <laughs> versus pro-life. All Democrats want... The Second Amendment abolished, for yeah, example, right? And 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 all, all Republicans want to, you know, want open carry. Like, it's all just a cartoon. It is. And, and, and you realize, it, you know, it can't really... That can't be the truth. And um, and that's what I, where I get really um, discouraged. Okay, so here's here's my final kind of clarion call, and then and then we can call this. I so we have midterm elections coming up, right? 
and um, and they're important. And I think it's important. So I totally get the inclination to manage the amount of news you take in. I support that completely. I think it's um, important for our psyches because I'm working. I think we're getting sicker psychologically, mm-hmm. emotionally as as a people. Um, for no reason other than the posturing that you describe. Seriously. Most of it's BS. Well, and, you know, again, politically, I don't feel like anyone is being fully forthcoming. And so it, then you kind of go, why why bother listening? I know what they're going to say. It's all it's all always, direct, you know, fully down party lines. I don't know. I, don't, I just don't think people are telling the truth. Well, I think some people are telling the truth. I do. Um, but I think you have to be discerning enough about what you're taking in through your senses, um, your eyes and your ears to be able to decide what that is for you. And so that you can, so that you can vote responsibly because it's no small thing. There's a, there's enough going on of urgency and import that I think Checking out entirely is irresponsible. Right. No, no. And I agree that the one thing we can do is vote. That's. But in order to vote, you kind of have to know what's going on. You got to know something about what's going right. on. Otherwise, you you become an ideologue as well, right? You're, you vote along party lines because you identify as either this or that, right? So yeah. you got to know. You got to know enough. And my press is, I'm not saying I have the only best way, but um, I like the idea that, you know, if you can find people like your John Stewart's, your, you know, um, your load stars, is that, <laughs> is that the right word to use these days? Mm-hmm. Um, find, find your, your, your guideposts and, um, and follow them and check in once or once or twice a day and see what they're saying. If, you, if there's somebody out there, a public figure or a person that you trust, follow them. This, this works for me. I'm just saying this, this really does work for me, and it gives me comfort that somebody's got their bead on the truth and, and what's right, and I can sleep better at night knowing Jake Tapper knows when to roll his eyes and when to take something really seriously. Right. Well, and I'm, I mean, I, I am not – I mean, I, I do listen to a lot of things and read a lot of things. I'm not checked out, but I, I – I'm less reactionary, and I, I'm a little bit, a little numb. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that's the that's the um, nature of the movement is people are uncomfortably numb, and want to get away from it all. And I totally get that impulse. I really do. Um, but to your point, and and seriously to your point, I think that that's strategic. I think the flood is a strategy to get people either overwhelmed or checking out altogether. I do too. And, um, and you let the bad guys win no matter who the bad guys are <laughs> if, if you allow that to happen and don't seek out what it is that you need to know. And I think, I think for the psyche, it's better to have some understanding than none. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that makes things better. Me too. Okay. So... That is our, our little thought on um, the checking out movement when it comes to the news today's on the news, news right? Yeah. The news on the news. That's uh, that's it. Follow people you follow people you trust. Yeah. Yep. 
Um, this is better. I'm Dr. John Duffy, and with me is the disruptive at times <laughs> Julie Duffy. What? <laughs> disruptive? Uh, at the beginning of the at the beginning of the show. Shh. Okay. Okay. I love you, honey. Love you, honey. <laughs> we'll talk to you next time. Have Bye. a great day.